Welcome to the Sense of Soul podcast. We are your hosts, Shannon and Mandy. Grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. So today on Sense of Soul, we have Dr. Craig Wright. He studied religion and philosophy in his youth as a member of the Baltimore Ethical Society. He holds degrees in psychology and metaphysics. He is an ordained metaphysical minister and a certified metaphysical practitioner. He has been a student of numerology for over 45 years, and he is also author of It All Adds Up. We are super excited to have you on today to talk about numbers. Thank you for joining us on Sense of Soul. Thank you for having me. Yes, yeah. we're so excited. You know, I found what's so interesting is that when you emailed us, you had done a very small assessment of our names and our podcast name. And I'm like, wait, what? Does this dude know us? Does he listen to our <laughs> podcast? Because you were right on. So how did you do that? Was it just using numerology? Totally. That's where all the information came from. Numerology has actually been around 4,000 years. Information about numbers predated letters. The oldest uh, written communication, if you want to call it, that that's been found where numbers on a tortoise shell and they dated it. It's like 4,000 years. So uh, yes, this information has been around a long time and a lot of information about numbers can be found in the Bhagavad Gita, the Bible, because the scholars share this knowledge in code, encrypted forms. What I like about numerology is the answer, because it's been around, the answers are already there. The answers right. are already there. It's just a matter of looking at your name or your birthday or anything that can be symbolized with letters and numbers to get the information that you need. One of the first things that I share with people about numerology is that numbers are different from figures. They're mm -hmm. totally different from figures. We use figures on the physical plane to measure, to quantify, but numbers are for the spiritual plane. So figures are for quantities, but numbers reveal qualities. I was blown away. The number zero, you say, represents God. Yes. So now if someone calls me a zero, I say, thank you very much. It's the first number in the beginning. In the beginning, that's the zero. And you can draw the zero over and over and over without lifting your pen. So it's nonstop, it's endless. The only other number you can do that with is the number eight. That's literally two zeros, one on top of the other. And what the eight means is, as it is above, so it is below. So the eight is a number of power. People who are operating under number eight energy, uh, for example, if you're born on the 8th, 17th, or 26th of any month, you have power and authority on the earthly plane. That's, that, that'll make you a boss. It's very intimidating energy, and it makes you a leader. In the scripture and in the Torah, Moses, the name Moses, Moses was a leader. And if you look at the name Moses and you translate it into numbers, the name Moses is a number eight. So as it is above, so it is below. He was chosen as God's representative here on earth. So all eights have that ability to channel the power of God to the earthly plane. How did you get into this? Did you always like numbers? I got A's in math and science, oh. and my parents decided we're going to have an engineer in the family. <laughs> so math and science, math and science, whenever there was a math course, they had me enrolled in it. 
My mom was a school teacher, so I was never out of school. I was prepared to go into the armed forces. I wanted to be a, air, a pilot, an engineer. But on my 21st birthday, well, not long after, a couple of months after that, my best friend died from a drug overdose, and I didn't even know he was using. I was too self-absorbed. I wasn't paying attention to what was going on around me, and I felt like I should have been able to do something. So up until then, I didn't believe in a higher power. I had never heard of spirituality. Um, God was a, a figment of people's imagination as far as I was concerned. If you couldn't add it, quantify it, multiply it, it wasn't real for me. But when that happened, my roots weren't deep enough for that storm. So for the first time in my life, I began to pray and ask God, why am I here? What's the meaning of life? If it's going to be this arbitrary, take me now. It's, if it's this painful and we die anyway, why are we here? What's the purpose? I guess now you could say, I didn't take it too well. <laughs> but, but what it did was it awakened me. And that's what I found out. A lot of times in my perspective from where I am now, I realized it was a shock. It was a shock wave and it was meant to awaken me. I began to pray for the very first time and God spoke to me in the only way that I knew and could respect through numbers. And it happened, I was listening to a radio one day, Morgan State University Radio, it's a jazz station, and a song came on by Roy Ayers, and it was called In Search of the Third Eye. And the lyrics went, secrets of numbers, secrets of sound, secrets of wisdom can be found. Well, I wanted answers. I wanted to know why. So I bought that album, I listened to it, and I read the cover and the person who wrote that song had read a book called In Search of the Third Eye. It was by Vera Stanley Alder, In Search of the Third Eye. And that was my introduction to metaphysics. She talked about the secrets of sound, why you have a favorite song. It's in harmony with your energy. She talked about the secrets of color, how orange makes you hungry. So a lot of restaurants use that color. But what grabbed me was the secrets of numbers. I started reading and reading and just... It was food. It was food for me. And I discovered I was a number seven. And my purpose was to search for the meaning of life and share it with others. I said, oh, my God, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. So we're That's sevens, it. too. So we're we're family here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Same number family. What is a seven? Seven is known as a very spiritual number. To mention more than any other number. On the seventh day, God rested. Yes. So right. sevens need quiet time by themselves. Mm -hmm. And because the universe speaks to us in a still, quiet voice, while the seven is spending time by themselves, who's that? You know, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what? <laughs> so that's when you're a seven, you know, the contract was made before you entered the womb. There's so much I love about what you've already shared. First of all, what a beautiful reminder to our listeners that God will speak to you in a way that you will understand. So a lot of people think that he's going to speak to you the same way that he might speak to me or Shanna. God knew, Craig, that you understood numbers. What a beautiful story. Yeah. Yeah, it was shocking. Um, <laughs> after I read that book, I went to the library. There was no Amazon. You know, there was no... Google, there were no bookstores like there are now. 
So um, I started searching for the book, going to different bookstores, going to the library, and there was nothing there. So I had to go to the Library of Congress. This was in 1972. I had to go to the Library of Congress and you can't borrow their books. You fill out little cards and give them to runners and they go out to the shelves and come back and you gotta blow the dust off of these books. Yeah. And I started studying numerology, right? Started with Pythagoras. He was called the father of mathematics. Anyone who had the Pythagorean theorem and geometry in high school, you know Pythagoras. So I studied his life and I studied him back to his father told him he had to go to Egypt. He went to Egypt and studied in the mystery schools there, came back with the knowledge. So if you study the history, the whole world gives the Greeks the credit for numbers. But if you ask the Greeks, they say they learned it in the mystery schools. Studying Everybody claims there, it. <laughs> <laughs> I begin to absorb this knowledge. As a seven, we are here first to discover and then to share. <laughs> God just tapped me on the shoulder, right? So I was absorbing everything, but then it came time, I'd be checking out of a food line or I'd be in the presence of someone just like Sean did. They'll mention their birthday. I wrote that 515 down, by the way. They'll mention their birthday. So I'm checking out of a food line or walking and I'm in public and someone will, will say their birthday. And I knew that was the sign that was God telling me, okay, this is what I've been preparing you for. So I would say stuff like, you know, your daughter, your daughter's coming home. Don't worry. She's going to be okay. Or the money you've been waiting for will be in the mailbox when you get there. Then I would run away really quick because they were strange. I didn't know these people. I just saw their name or heard them mention it. Uh, but over time, people began to ask me, well, how did you know? So I started talking to them about numerology and those who didn't run away <laughs> and become frightened by it. Um, <laughs> suggested that I speak with a lady named Hazel Cassette. She had an office in Baltimore. So I went to visit her. She taught metaphysical classes about meditation and colors and uh, all different types of things. And um, so I spoke to her about her classes and I got up to leave. But before I could leave the office, she says, that's not what you came here to talk to me about, Craig. You came here to talk to me about numbers. You're a numerologist. I'm like, oh my goodness, what's happening now? Oh my now? goodness, <laughs> she's got my so, number. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I sat down, I started talking, and so she invited me on a radio show. Oh, okay, I'm going to be on the radio. This is the first time. I'm doing the show, her calls are calling in, I'm sharing my gift, and then she gives out my phone number. Well, now <laughs> I expect that to happen, but not then. I was like, oh, I was totally shocked. That she gave on that. And if you want a reading, call Craig. You're like, it just got real. So I quickly had to invent readings and forecasts and compatibility reports and all these different services to respond to the need. The calls that I got in, that's how it's been. Now, now you can go to the library and there's a numerology for dummies right on the bookshelf. Yeah. So yeah. things have evolved. It was funny the way you introduced me, how some people just give you a, a surface view. The dawning of the age of Aquarius is calling many people to these fields now. But I got my calling back in 1972, and it's almost like I feel like I was prepared for now. Yeah. Because yeah. back then, I would rent space 
give out announcement, numerology classes, and nobody would show up. <laughs> and now they're seeking you out. And that's why I was so intrigued by you, because you have been studying this and living a life of numbers for so long. I love how you said that. It's preparing you for today because it really is very much a hot topic right now. And people are seeing and opening up to the fact that spirituality and science and numbers and synchronicities, that it can all merge and mesh together. Yeah. We've yeah. put separate boxes. And that was actually one of my questions to you. You grew up atheist. And then unfortunately, just like what Shanna and I represent at Sense of Soul is turning pain into purpose. How is it that one back then merges being a minister, a reverend with numerology and metaphysics and that they can, you know, go together? Well, I can tell you, it wasn't easy. Yeah. I had to make some tough choices. It changed me totally. So when you change within your outer world starts to change. There's a book called by James Allen, Man Thinks in Private, and it comes to pass. Reality is just the looking glass. So as I was going through these internal transformations, people were falling out of my life, situations were leaving me. Um, I didn't fit in the crowd that I was around anymore. Um, so I, I ran to the seminary. I thought this was my calling. I thought this was my calling. I ran to the seminary. But what I found out there was they already had the answers and it was a cookie cutter mentality. I was seeking yeah. and searching and yearning and wanting to grow. And they were saying, well, no, none of that stuff, that, yeah. that, that's, that's not it, Greg. This is it. I said, well, that's, that's, that's not what I'm hearing. That's not what I'm feeling. So I was writing my exegesis and my term papers and all, and I was getting good great because of my form, but they did not like what I was expressing there. That's when I began self-study, going to the Library of Congress and studying on my own. And it wasn't until years later, and I mean 20 years later, that I discovered the University of Metaphysics. The University of like, Metaphysics. Oh, here they, oh, there's yes. no box here. Exactly. Limitless exactly. here. I, I, I call that the school for the anointed, not the appointed. <laughs> ah, I like that. It's funny. <laughs> so after wow. that, I began to I, I began to pray and I asked God for for linkages. I said, because people people have been taught that things like astrology and numerology and all the gifts that God has given us to seek and can connect with Him, people have been taught that those things are bad or evil and demonic, because the rulers of the day have seen what happens to establishment when people begin to empower themselves, okay? So they want to trash it. They want to say it's no good, it's demonic. Um, they want to give you the cookie cutter deal. But um, what I found was this was a real tool and I began to, to pray and ask for connection. So God began to reveal script. I worked backwards. As people say, I work backwards. I went from being an atheist to a metaphysician to being a Christian. Wow. And so it happened for me backwards because I began to say, well, wait a minute. Why is it number 40 showing up all the time? What's up with this 40 days and 40 nights when it rains? 
40 years when the children of Israel left and they wandered 40 years in the desert. What did this number 40 mean? So I studied it. When you see the zero, God's definitely there. And four stands for orderliness, structure. So whenever the number 40 shows up, it means God is establishing a new order. Wow, that was a new place for us. So that yeah. makes sense. So yeah, let me ask you, Craig, means. you know, I, it's interesting. And we did a podcast with a rabbi, Harry Rosenberg. He is studying the 12 lost tribes. And this is his mission. Lost he lives in Israel and all of these things. It's his mission to bring them all back together at one point. So, but anyways, I challenged him a lot about questions es esoterically, and um, he's a very science-based guy as well. And he says that so is the religion of, of Judaism. And I never knew it was so science-based. Yes. When his name was changed. Okay. When his name was changed. Sarah's name was changed. Yeah. Uh, Jesus the names were changed. Yes. What is Jesus that about? <laughs> wow. This is good. <laughs> yes. Changing the name changed his, their, their fate or their destiny or their yes, life it, path. Is exactly. The name represents the destiny or why you're here. Each of us has a contract with God. The birthday is God's part of the contract. And the name is our part of the contract. So yes, when you step it up, your name has changed. So Jacob went to Israel, right? Is that his, his name changed to Israel? I mean, so many people's names change. Yes. And if you understand the science of numerology, it gets a whole new meaning to the story. Wow, that just yes. got okay. so deep. Anna, we need to take one of his workshops. I'm serious. I was going to tell you that last night. Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be, I have some classes coming up and it's called the Jeremiah Effect. That's, that's what I'm talking about now, that contract. I call it the Jeremiah Effect because of Prophet Jeremiah did not want to do what God had told him to do. So God came to him and says, wait a minute, buddy. Before you were formed in the womb, we had a deal. So that, that also is metaphysical because it tells you we're not physical beings having occasional spiritual experiences. We are spiritual beings having a temporary physical experience. So we were created in the image. So we're also spirit before we're formed in the womb. So it's just like you plant a seed in earth. We are God's seed. We are planted in the flesh and our bodies have the same component as the earth, the same measurement of water, every, every element, it matches the earth. So we're God's seed. So we're planted in the seed because we have to develop principles and qualities that, can, that we exercise effortlessly in spirit form. This is where it's tested. This is where we prove ourselves here in the flesh. Mm. Wow. So I see your brain going like a yeah, million. I'm, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. I see it too. <laughs> my name changed. My first name changed when I was like seven. The decision that I made and I was just like, my name is not Shannon. It's Shanna. So <laughs> I went from Shannon with one N to Shanna with two by the time I was in second grade. I just awesome. changed my name. No reason. I have no idea why or where, but that happened. And 
whenever I do my numerology, I'm always wondering what to go off of, but I don't resonate vibrationally or frequency with the name Shannon at all. Yeah. What does that mean? How did you spell the, your first name, Shannon? It's S-H-A-N-O-N. And then now I go by S-H-A-N-N-A. So two N's and an A. S-H-A-N-O-N? Yep. My mom spelled it with one N. Yeah, and then I changed it to S-H-A-N-N-A, which I had never known anybody with that name. And I was a little kid. I mean, <laughs> isn't that strange that I did that? I never in my life. S-H-A-N-O-N. Okay, S-H-A-N-O-N. Um, mm -hmm. Vibrated to the number 26. Ten, two plus six is eight. That's that power vibration we talked about. Oneness with God. Oneness with God. But so I when you said, to, "Well, I don't know," I why. to change it. And you said, "I don't know why. I don't know why I wanted to do that." Well, um, the letter S is a number one. So as soon as you move, and we travel through each letter by the number one year for each value. So you said, "Well, I was only two, but you had moved from the S into the H. By age two, you were in the H in Shannon." connecting with higher forces. Okay. You move right into that H. That's the eighth letter. Your name was a 26. That was eight. So you came into your power at two years old. Oh. Talk about the terrible twos. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you came into your power. Oh. So you went from, from being an eight in your current name, S-H-A-N-N-A, yeah. as up to 21, which is a three. Yeah. And the number three is very, very spiritual, extremely spiritual. The story of the Christ is about the number three. Most people don't realize that. But as a numerologist, when you're talking about three wise men and someone arising on the third day, I mean, come on. Um, that's a lot of threes before the rooster can crow three times. So the three is very spiritual and very expansive. And it also stands for abundance. So by changing your name to that, you maintain your leadership, but the double A's in Shannon add up to a number two, which is connecting, connecting with spirit. So those two A's, when you, your original vowel total was a seven, the A and the six, the A and the O was a seven. But when you change it to two A's, not only did it increase your leadership skills, and when I say leadership, I'm not talking about the outer world. I'm yeah. talking about turning with exactly, turning within, standing on your own, being an individual, leaning on your faith and not the outside world. That's what those A's did for you. But it didn't I change. It didn't change your destiny. It's just like, helping you reach it. So do you think that my soul did like did this? Oh, no question about it. Oh, wow. Yeah. It took me to 21. Very, very meaningful shift. Now, it doesn't change your destiny. I call that the birth name, the broth to the soup. Okay. The broth to your soup. Some potatoes and some carrots and change the texture of the soup. But the broth is still there. <laughs> <laughs> that 26 is still there. The 26 is a number of forgiveness. It is a number of communication. So you're, you could easily master different languages if you chose to. 
It's also a number of karma. So you will be meeting, you're an old soul. You'll be meeting people from past life experiences, reconnecting with them. Um, That's interesting. And, so my whole purpose is about my ancestry. It's all about my ancestry. That's what I've been doing for years since I've awakened healing generations. Yes, so, that's the 26 karma. What goes around comes around researching, analyzing, and, yeah. and looking at the past to project to the future. Wow. This is remarkable. <laughs> this is some good shit, Craig. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Your birth path is 515, your birthday? Yeah. Okay. So that adds up to 20. Your year is 23. So you are, you're right. You are a number seven. 20 and 23 is 43, and 4 plus 3 is 7. I just thought of something, and I'm sure you've already thought of it, but I, my brain's going a million miles an hour. So, 20, <laughs> so the year 2020 equals 40, which means God came into the year of 2020 and was like, all right, everyone on earth, I'm going to put some ordinance to this chaos. <laughs> it was definitely a number four year, which is order, definitely. Um but it was actually a number 22 year. You add what? two plus zero plus 20, and it's a number 22. And uh, that's why we had a global pandemic. So 22 is a global vibration. It's called the master builder and the globalist. And you'll see that on that conversion chart I sent you. So it affected the planet and it's calling us to recognize that we are one. This pandemic is not going away until we recognize that we are one, until we embrace spirit, because if one person has this bug, it can affect us all. Mm -hmm. Wow. So everybody knows who listens to us on a regular basis that 22 is my number. I had a child on 222, one graduating oh on 222. I mean, 22 all over me, all day wow. in the most rarest places, right, Mandy? It's been wow. leading me forever and ever. Every grandparent either was born wow. or died on the 22nd. I mean, it's just all over. Oh and goodness. the most coolest stories was 22. But everybody knows that's my yeah. number. And I wow. always wonder why is your impact 22? is going <laughs> yeah. to be global. global i don't know if they have the technology yet they probably do if i'm thinking of it i'm sure someone else has where if you speak your words are translated into another language because if they do you might want to get that for your podcast because of 22 is a global energy so your impact you're meant to affect the planet it also tells me, I'm glad you shared that with me. It tells me by shifting your energy or by operating under number three energy and 22 is your number, three stands for writing and 22 is the film industry. Oh, wow. And what you write couldn't become a screenplay. What you write is going to film. I've been telling her that. That's what it well, means. Well, and I've been, I've been secretly, which I will eventually release, but I've been secretly doing a whole separate podcast about my ancestry. I come from the French Creoles, and it's very important in my path right now in my life that I share their story. 
And so I have been doing this on the side and I've been trying to get the guts to, you know, put it out there. Get that camera guy and go there and it's going to be Mandy great. said that. Mandy said that. Let's, no, oh don't just talk about it. Let's goodness. go there and film it. Mandy, you know, we're channels, right? That's what we do. We channel energy. Yeah. I've been telling her from, from the beginning of learning history wow. that it needed to be a film. Wow. I mean, it's, it's a story of the lost people and it's a very wow. powerful story and it needs to be told. And so I, I have been telling her, you know, we need to actually go there and physically yes. show yeah. people. Yeah. Actually, you know, a girl who goes to college, she is her senior year and she's in a, um, a class about racism. And she called me and she said, Shanna, can I use your story? And I was oh, like, oh my God, I would be absolutely honored. I was like, this is why I tell it because I want people to know it. And, and I said, I've been making this podcast. If you want, I can send it to you. She listened to it. She's like, can I, can I please share this with my professors? This is crazy. She's like, the world needs to know this. It's going global. It's going yeah. global. It's, it's going to be translated into different languages. And your message is going global. Well, speaking of language, when I was doing my ancestry, I could read French. It was the strangest thing ever. But I'd get these documents and I'd be like, oh, shoot, it's in French. Oh, wait, I understand this. And I would just read it. <laughs> I, I handed it to my daughter once and I said, can you read this? And she's like, no. And I'm like, God, that's so weird. I can't. <laughs> That's the 26th, master, master of communication, master of language. And when you went to the number three energy, three stands for expression, singing, painting, dancing, writing, anything artistic, decorative, colorful, and working with children. So if you're in a room and children are there, they'll be drawn to you like a magnet. That's the number oh three. God, that is so true. Oh my God, this is crazy. You are so right on. <laughs> this is, I mean, it's amazing. This is amazing to me. And like you said, this is something that already is. Like we've yes. had these tools available to us for 4,000 years, yes. but because they're not in scripture written out, you know, with direction or that, what's it called? The Pythagorean theory. Pythagorean <laughs> isn't in, you know, as part of, of a scripture somewhere in a holy book. But is it actually, was it ever? <laughs> actually it is it's it's there it's revealed but also concealed right always concealed hiding stuff it's like yeah. you hear them talking about initiates and having to be on a certain level before you can get certain information well i had to be smashed my ego had to be crashed and smashed and i had to be obliterated into a crying sobbing blob of i don't know what you call it when my best friend died but I now look at it as a farmer breaks up the soil before they plant the seed. So I had to be in that state. I just had like the biggest realization. The reason why that these things aren't just out for everybody to see in every book is because not everybody can receive it correctly and use it appropriately for the divine. We're good. So not every ego like Hitler can get a hold of some of this light because he would use it to not benefit source's purpose see now you're now you're um now you're getting to me because 
Adolf Hitler was a number 11, and that is the number of light, and you see how he used it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was very metaphysical, but he was, he was coming from Darth Vader. He was coming from the dark side. What was Martin Luther King? He was a number 44. Well, actually, Martin Luther King is a number 11. So it's interesting you would say that because he was one part of the number 11. Hitler was the other part of the number 11. But Martin Luther King was a junior. And junior is a 33 vibration. So when you add his 11 to 33, that's what makes him a 44. But Martin Luther King is an 11. So you, you, you just pick right up on that. You know, so that that's worth mentioning for people to know there's a light side and a dark side. And that's for real. The first thing God did was separate the light from the darkness. And that was before there was sun, moon, stars, all that stuff came on the fourth day. Right. By the way, that means everything comes into physical manifestation under the number four and the number 22 is the highest four. So you can manifest your dreams. Nothing is impossible to a 22, but you're going to have people telling you, that's crazy. You can never do that. But if you draw within everything that you can see, you can manifest your concepts. Craig, listen to something that happened. And I'm sure everybody has experiences like this, but this was so strange. So I'm going to start my Reiki master teacher class, right? I have gone through years of doing all this. This is a few years ago. And it's not until noon on a Saturday and my mom is going to watch my little one. Well, she, my phone's ringing at seven o'clock in the morning and I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to sleep. I don't have to wake up. Right. It's the only day <laughs> I get to sleep. So I pick up my phone. I look at it. And the only thing I say is mom, it's seven 22. Okay. Wow. Now my dog hears me awake. So I run downstairs. I let the dog out and watch them the news and a commercial comes on. Now I've not said any other words and on the commercial on the TV goes, it's seven 22. It's seven 22. It's seven 22. It's a whole commercial. It's a McDonald's commercial. What? And the entire commercial only says it's seven 22. Oh, so I like, God. I'm like, wait, I rewind the TV, you know, now you can rewind it for proof. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? And then I was like, I called my mom. What did I just tell you? She goes, what? I'm sorry. I woke you up. And I'm like, no, but what did I tell you? And she goes, I don't know what you want from me. And I'm like, I told you it was 722. I snapped my phone, you know, to see the time when I called her. I'm like, what is, what is 722? Seven is spiritual. 22 is the master builder. I'm trying to put it together. But I was like, it had to have meant something. 722. And why would McDonald's have a commercial? McDonald's, if you're listening, I doubt <laughs> that you are, but if you are, why would you have a commercial that says 722? It doesn't make any sense. Well. The universe was sending you a message. I get a lot of calls like this. My clients start seeing repetitive numbers. And, what does this mean? What is this? So the universe was sending you a message. One was the seven. That's your birth path number. We just added that up. <laughs> so that's the number seven, which is faith. Faith. The number 22, that's your number again. It's called the master builder and the globalist. 
it's reinforcing or the universe is reflecting and it's letting you know you're on the right path. What you're doing is correct. It's That's what I thought. It's exactly what I received as soon as I saw it. I knew that I was being supported on this journey because I, you know, was about to start that and be having a Catholic background. I was getting a lot of, well, you know, what are you doing? Be careful what you're doing, you know? Exactly. And, um, yes. Craig, I have a question. Are there bad numbers in numerology? Like well, no, there, there are no bad numbers, but there are, if you will, numbers is like a seesaw. It can be balanced, it can be overbalanced, or it can be underbalanced. It's like a seesaw. So every number, and I hate to use these terms, but most people will, will respond and recognize this, it, it can be positive or negative. Okay, but it's like a battery. You have a plus and a minus sign. You need both. But our challenge is to is to sort of balance that energy. For example, everybody knows what it means to be numero uno, the first, the fastest, the top, the leader. But if you're egotistical, selfish, and you're not listening to anybody else's opinion, that's too much number one energy. You're over the top. Okay. Now, some number ones, they're wishy-washy and imitative and no matter how many chances they get to lead or no matter how many times someone drives a car into the ditch they refuse to take the steering wheel they won't stand up but it's all number one energy so the challenge is to find the balance so what is what is this whole theory then around um 666 and it being an evil number i see sixes and 13s all the time which are and i woke up out of my coma from an illness on 6613 and the first time i died when i was young was on in june on on the six as well. And um, what's up with the number 666 and that bad omen of the devil? Okay, great question. Great question, because those are some of the major numbers we find in the scripture. So the 666 adds up to 18, and one plus eight is nine. Okay. Now, there's also a story in the scripture about the chosen, the 144,000. And if you add one plus four plus four, it's also nine. So once again, you come up with an excellent segue into what we were discussing, how numbers can be over or under or balanced. So the aspect of the devil of the number nine, the 666, is when we respond to our fleshly side, okay? Our earthly side, um, um, greed, avarice, um, sensuality to the extreme, you know, um, that's the 666. But the number nine is a symbol also for selfless giving. So when we respond to the higher side, giving to others, being a humanitarian, seeing everyone as a brother. So what, it's, what it expresses is we have a choice. We can respond to the 666, but they both mean humanity. So the six exactly. and the nine, right, are like yin and yang as well, but fit together in that black and white or the light and dark. Yes. How, how does yes. that, does that have anything to do with each other? Well, as a matter of fact, it represents um, nine and six are the numbers of love. Okay. Um, nine is selfless giving. Six is giving. But that's more the parental giver. That's the finger wag giver. 
Now, don't get too close to the edge. I tried to warn you about that. And Mandy's laughing. Her vow total five and one is six. Five, I mean, E and A, that's five and one. So the E and A in both your names, that's the six. So that's showing up there. So that's parent energy, when to teach, when to heal, knowing what's best. Okay. But the nine, the nine doesn't care. Is the hermit sitting on the hill. He'll give you wisdom if you work hard enough to get it. But the nine doesn't care if you listen to him or not. Okay. Or her, him or her or not. Well, the my six, husband's got to be a nine then. <laughs> <laughs> the six cares so deeply, they want you to get it. And the six wants you to get it so much. It's called the number of sacrifice. And the first thing Jesus did was to turn six vats of water into wine. And he ended up being a martyr. Martin Luther King was born on the 15th. One plus five is six. He ended up being a martyr. So sixes have to know what? When to let go and let God. Use this energy. Wow. I, wow. You can't wow. save everybody. You'll save many because you came here with a metaphysical rope and your mission, remember the name is your destiny, your promise. You promised creator, you would throw that rope out and pull up people who've fallen off the edge. That's your promise. But your rope's only 50 feet long and some people are in a hundred foot hole. Those are the people you have to say, I'm sorry, I'm not deserting you. But when I leave, God can someone send someone in to help you. But the longer you're there, you're postponing someone with a longer rope and you're increasing the possibility as you lean over the hole to try to make it the rope longer. Can you get it? Can you get it? You're increasing the possibility that what? They're going to pull you in. Oh, God, story of my life. Wow. So wow. As a number six, you have to know when to let go and let God. You're not deserting them. It hurts so bad when I can't help them. And you're right. Boundaries and learning to let go has been the hardest thing for me my entire life because I care so much. And sometimes I care so much that that parental finger, it's like it comes off as I'm trying to control them when really it's coming from a place of just wanting to help them. Exactly. Exactly. And you do know best. The number six does know best. <laughs> it's the number of service and the scripture says the greatest among you will be the servants so sixes are great souls and that's yeah. the lesson of the number six but you have to be careful not to play the martyr okay yeah. you're not really deserting them you, you just say i'm sorry you're in too deep but my father in heaven will send someone who can reach you? Uh, I've got to be on my way. Oh my God, You're into so deep. I can't, I can't reach you. <laughs> so when you leave, wow. guess what? The universe hates a vacuum. Someone will come in with a 200-foot rope that can lift them out effortlessly. I love that. I always say when you have two people, like, like too close together, frictioning up, there's no room for God to get in. So you got to move out of the way so God can come in. Hey, yeah. Craig, let me ask you, when you take someone's last name and get married, do you take yeah. on a new um, life path or do you, what, what, what are you adding well, the to name, your, your numbers? The name re represents the destiny. So it's what you've come to do. 
So if you take on that last name, as I mentioned before, the, the broth is still there, but you're adding some carrots, some potatoes. Some people are adding some onions and some bitters to that stew. Uh, so you have to look at it and see if it's helping you meet your goal. Do you think that it's also why my soul decided it wanted to keep my maiden name always, no matter what? I would not let go of my maiden name. It's a Czechoslovakian last name. It's Vavra. Two V's, two A's, and an R. I mean, I wanted a French last name. I'm going to be honest with you. But it's Shanna Vavra. It just sounds right together, right? And I, <laughs> I never want to get rid of it. <laughs> well, that's indicative of you are intent upon making sure you keep your contract, that you keep it in order. Not to mention the fact that the 22nd letter of the alphabet is the letter V. Shut the front door. Yes. <laughs> so I can see why, because of your mission, which is to spread light universally. And I'm glad we came back to that 22 because there was something I didn't finish sharing with you. You see, you can't just look at the 7 and the 22. You add it. So 722... Yes, it affirmed your birth path, it affirmed your mission, but when you add it, it adds up to 29. And that is telling you, don't work nine to five, don't work for anyone else, use your talents, your skills, your abilities, and test them in the material world and start to grow your business, okay? So I heard you mention the Reiki, the hands-on healing. That's the number six. You're born the 15. You want to make that grow. You're here to be an entrepreneur. That's the number 29. The 29 is also, if you look at the word light, L-I-G-H-T, light, L is a three. It's the 12th letter of the alphabet. That's why uh, we're looking for single digits. So you add one and two. I is the ninth letter, G is the seventh, H is the eighth, and T, the 20th, is a two. So three plus nine plus seven plus eight plus two add up to 29. So when you see that, it's telling you, you are the light. Don't let your light be under a basket. You need to take what you're doing and expose it. It also is, okay, there's more. <laughs> I don't know if you ever thought about having your own radio show, but the 29 means it's time for your radio show as well. Well, this is our radio show. <laughs> we put out two of these a week, and we have been blessed with amazing people like you, who I have never had anybody be able to explain numerology to me. Mandy and I often were like, huh, what? Okay, we'll add the numbers and we'll just trust that that makes sense. But you just brought it to a whole new level. Is numerology helpful to see if you're compatible with someone romantically? Yes, it is. In fact, in my book, I talk about compatibility. I have a whole section on that. Page 69, we were just talking, everything is just flowing. We were just talking about those two symbols, the, the two nines. So on page 69, that's where compatibility is. That's where it starts. But yes, yes, it definitely can help. I always tell people all numbers are compatible. Okay, it's like if you, if you run a ray of white light 
of sunlight, white light through a prism, it'll divide it into the rainbow. So it's like, oh my goodness, you know, look at all the division. No, just different parts of the same whole, okay? We are one. So when I look at the numbers, I say all numbers are compatible if you're willing to work and you know how they work together, okay? But there are classics. There's a number one and a number two. That's a classic example because ones are leaders and twos are very supportive. So that's a classic example of compatibility. But I have a whole section, number ones with the one, the two, the oh eight, gosh. the seven, matching every number with each pair. But yes, it's very helpful. In fact, one of the services that I offer, I, I only performed two marriages so far, but um, I always do a compatibility chart before I do. You want to you hear something just silly, but I was cracking myself up. I was picturing you standing there like, um, we are gathered here today with number seven. Oh my goodness. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> was, I was picturing like, do you number seven take number two as your lawful wedded husband? Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and you know what else is funny is that when I get mad at my kids, you know how sometimes like when you have a lot of kids, like I do at well four. But I mean, I can't remember their names sometimes. So you're like, you're calling them like every name, but theirs. And so I'm like, number one. <laughs> okay. I have a very, order. I have a very serious question. I was thinking about this earlier, Shanna, when you were talking about the McDonald's commercial. So our world tries to condition people. And yeah. so do we need to bring awareness to them using certain numbers on signs, on streets and commercials? I'm just curious, you know? Uh, yes, yes. In fact, um, that's a very good observation. Because the world was created by the word and words are symbolized with letters and numbers, Okay, it starts in grade school. They tell us, ah, that's an A sound, but, but that's a B sound. All letters and numbers are symbols for spiritual qualities. And they do have an impact. They have an effect. Not only when you look at a sign or this TV commercial that you were referring to, but also where you live. The house that you live in has an energy because there's a number on the door. The name of your podcast has an energy. So it's either going to be in harmony with you or not. Well, guess what? Yeah. My address, the first three numbers of my address is 227. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love it. It'll Ask follow you around. The energy will follow you around. It's everywhere. It's all around us. Okay. So my question would be, so for Sense of Soul, you came up with healing, correct? It was sex. I loved that. So Earlier, when we were talking about the number three, I instantly thought of the triangle because it has three corners and that's, yeah. you know, Holy Trinity that also it's an AA, it represents mind, body, and soul and recovery. Symbol of the triangle is very powerful. Very so powerful. these numbers can represent symbols as well, correct? Yes. Yes. Excellent observation. The eight with the infinity. Yes, on. exactly. Eight on the side yes. is infinity. Uh, the number three, a lot of trinities from mind, body, and soul. The story of Christ is about the number three. So that's a very powerful number. It has a lot of energy, a lot of meaning to it. 
listeners, if you're out there, you have got to go to his website and book yourself consultation or can you actually tell our listeners what you offer? You have workshops, you have personal tutoring. Can you tell them about what you offer? Yes. Uh, the things that you mentioned, plus I do readings, forecasts, consultations, name changes. I do business consultation. If you're wondering uh, which property to invest in, maybe you want to incorporate. You're, you're trying to figure out what's the best name for your company. All the above. If it has letters and numbers, there's information there that, that I can share with you. For all things, there's a season. And with numerology, you can tell the season that you are in. For example, this year, two plus zero plus 21 is a number 23 and two plus three is five. So this is a season of change, a season of change. We've already seen it. The changes, sweeping changes taking place, government um, and communities, sweeping changes. Uh, a year of change. That's how you utilize numerology for a universal year that's affecting everyone. But you could also do personal forecasts. So in a 23 year, if you add 23 to your month and day, it'll tell you what your personal year is. So I have 515 that adds up to 20. If I add 23 to 20, it's 43. That matches your birth path. This is like a return of your birth energy. So it's a seven so, year figure. Okay. Uh, so I want to go back to that really fast. So if you took my birthday, April 25th, so I would add those and then add 20. Yes. You both are so much in harmony because your month and your day are both number two. Okay. If you add four, April plus 25, you get 29, two plus nine is 11 and one and one is two. If you add May plus 15, adds up to 20, two plus zero is two. So you are in harmony. Your energy is in harmony. So both of you are experiencing number seven years. Well, no wonder and why I can't get rid of her. <laughs> so exciting. I wouldn't know how to get through without her. So When you do yours, Craig, does it end zero? Because you're like the god of numerology. <laughs> no, no. But I was, I was my first client. Now, there's a difference in your seven. Shannon, you're having a 43. The 43 is abundance and expression and creativity. But Manda, you're having a 52 here. The 52 is separation from familiar lifestyle patterns and spending more time alone. They're both number seven, so it's time for seeking within, spirituality. I'm Abundance. looking at both of your expressions and I'm speechless yeah. right now. I, I am I'm too, I'm speechless something. too. I got you, Mandy, I'm gonna have the abundance. I'm gonna have the separation. That's the it's... number 52. Mm -hmm. But both of you are in seek the kingdom years. The seven is seek the kingdom. And the scripture says, seek the kingdom and all else is added unto you. Well, that's a reference to the seven and the eight. The seven puts you in tune with who you are, why you're here, puts you in tune with your spirituality and challenges you. Are you going to listen to the inner world or the outer world? It always happens when you're a seven. But when you're in a seven year, it's, ah, it's even more intense. Wow. Okay. So as you embrace spirituality, next year is the eight year. And if you embrace your spirituality and you make the right choices, expansion comes as a result of that. Such a great teacher. I can't wait to get your book. Tell us about your book and where we can get it. 
<laughs> okay, the name of my book is It All Adds Up. Yeah. It all adds up. The subtitle is So Teach Us to Number Our Days So We Can Apply Our Hearts to Wisdom. And that's Psalm 90, verse 12. Psalms 90, verse 12. A Psalm of Moses, teach us to number our days so we can apply our hearts to wisdom. The fourth book of the Bible Moses wrote is called Numbers. This guy was a numerologist too. <laughs> you have been such an awesome guest. I, I mean, this might have been one of the funnest episodes yeah. we've ever done. <laughs> well, thank and you. I had a good time. I feel like we owe you hundreds of dollars after this episode for what you told us. <laughs> oh my goodness. No. You're the absolute best, Craig. And now it's time for Break That Shit Down. Okay. God is real. Each of us is a child of God. We have a contract and you can follow your contract to fulfillment. That's what I like to leave everyone with. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, Sense of Soul was originally created because we knew personally how lonely and confusing the journey through spiritual awakening can be. We wanted to connect with like-minded souls, be a part of a community of divine unity. Sense of Soul Sacred Circles was created for just this, a much needed safe container where you can connect with amazing women from all walks of life to openly express yourself and relate to others with an open heart and mind. We are offering now monthly themed circles via Zoom, powerful topics that Sense of Soul stands for. Self-love, awareness, trusting your intuition, healing, grief, reclaiming your power, empaths, moon cycles, and more. But space is limited because we want to hold enough time and space for everyone. Jump on our website right now and sign up for a virtual circle at mysenseofsoul.com. There's a coupon that you can use for one sacred circle on our website. Together, we truly are better learning from one another new tools and wisdom through sharing our journeys with each other. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you will come back next week. If you like what you hear, don't forget to rate, like, and subscribe. Thank you. We rise to lift you up. Thanks for listening.